Welcome to Pull'em Weeds, a podcast of the Carolinas GCSA. We'd like to remind you that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of those of the people on the podcast and do not reflect the views of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association or any of its sponsors. Okay, everyone, welcome in another close ride over to see a friend. Um, back in with Pulling Weeds and none other than Lance Allen. Lance, thanks for joining us today. Hey, man, glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Tim. Tell us, tell everybody where we are. We are um, on the southern shores of Lake Bowen um, in upstate South Carolina. Um, we're in Inman at Woodfin Ridge Golf Club and. Um, it's a nice little semi-private course in northern Spartanburg County, and uh, things have been going great. So, South Carolina. South Carolina. All right, so just outside of Spartanburg. Yep. Man, did I see, unfortunately, they're in the top 25 uh, worst crime cities in America? Probably. Yeah, golly. <laughs> Probably. You don't live in Spartanburg, do you? No, I don't. Okay. No, no I don't. Um I, I I live right up above the golf course here at the lake, and um, yeah, we my my daughter goes to school in the outskirts of Spartanburg. We put her in private school this year, so we do have to make that journey. But we don't spend a lot of time downtown. Um, but our sheriff, you know, our sheriff is a member here, um, nice. and uh, he's got a tough job and. Just like people in the golf business, you know, not enough deputies and not enough labor. So, um, I think he does the best he can do with what he's got. But, um, yeah, um, it, it there has been a little bit of an uptick in the last few years as far as the crime goes. But we've also had a huge influx of people. You know, um, when I came here um, 15 years ago, that was my next question. Yeah, November of 2007 is when I started, when I became the superintendent here. Uh, and we were a club, we called it, we, we weren't a country club, we were a club in the country, yep. you know, and um, there wasn't a lot around us. And coming from Myrtle Beach, that kind of appealed to me, you know, I, I really liked the fact that um, we were kind of up here out of the way. Um, but in the last few years, we have seen some serious growth um, oh, with dude. people. When, you Driving know. through. Like, that neighborhood wasn't there when I came no, here sir. the last time no. on the left. Neither one. Okay. You know, there's, there, when you pulled in probably off Highway 9, there's Ridge you know, close, something. close to 400 houses going in oh. on the right-hand side. And there's you know th- 280 houses, I believe, yeah. that's been completed on the left-hand side. Um, used to be totally woods, you know. And if you drive around the area... It's a common theme, you know. There's a lot of, a lot of people moving in, and a lot of subdivisions being built. Um, but what are I they th- doing? I think I think that a lot of people have kind of figured out our secret. Um, but like, what are they doing? Where are they coming from? Well, uh, a lot of people, you know, BMW. Oh yeah. Michelin. Forgot. Um, so you, so basically, this area went from textile. To now manufacturing. Absolutely. And there's still some textile. I mean, okay. there's a, you, if you came in off 26 on 29, you can see there's textile and uh, plants on each side of the road. And they're building all kinds of stuff. And um, Steger's out there, which Steger is, he's a member here. But um, his company provides like 70% of the stents in the world for oh, yeah. heart surgery. I got a couple. 
So yeah, 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 I actually do. do. Yeah. Uh, From you might, there, it might have started I, no, I in the they, I think they were. I think they were. <laughs> but, I'm hoping they were local. But yeah, he he he's out there. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of that still. But it, you know, it, you you go BMW is really close here. The Inland Port is really close here. Okay. Michelin is really close. Um, so I think that has a lot to do with it. But also, what I was saying before is people have figured out our secret. Um, when we moved here, it's incredibly affordable to live here. And it, yeah, why are you putting it on a pod? I know, I know. Well, I, like you're I not said, going anywhere. They've though, already, right? they've not, not that I know of. Okay. I mean, I may go somewhere next week. You know, sorry, I got ADD, but keep going. <laughs> but yeah, you're going yeah. somewhere with cost of living but up yeah, here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's even it's 15 de- years ago from the beach. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, you you could move up here, live very comfortably. And it was awesome, you know, it's an awesome place to live. Um, it still is. Things just cost a little bit more now. You know, the houses are catching up to the rest of the yeah. world. Um, of course, the financing and stuff. And um, But, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's been a good place for me. I went, I, when I graduated from high school, I came to Spartanburg to go to SMC. Um, and... Max was went to SMC too. Max Jordan, who was been on this podcast. Say that for everybody. What that means? Spartanburg Methodist College. There you go. All right. So um, I went there because I thought I wanted to be a cop. Okay. You know, coming out of high school, and uh, I figured out pretty quick that that probably wasn't in the line of work. Well, let's go right back before you go into that story. Where'd you grow up then? Myrtle Beach. You did grow up at the beach. Yeah, I grew up at Myrtle Beach. I went okay. to Myrtle Beach High. Uh, my dad moved us there when I think when he got the Dunes Club job. We were eight years when I was eight years old. Okay, my brother was four, and both of us went to Myrtle Beach High. Okay, um, and I kind of wanted to get away from the beach when I went to college, so I came to SMC. Perfect. Um, uh, figured out that maybe it wasn't the best idea to be away from home and be at college. You know, I I I. I didn't make the best grades the first time out. And who was Max you mentioned? Uh, Max was, um, he went to SMC as well. He's been on the podcast here as well. Um, but um, he played on the golf team there. And, oh, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of a common thread through the uh, podcast that I heard. He said, oh, I went to Spartanburg Methodist. And I was like, yeah, you did go to Spartanburg Methodist. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I went back home. Um, Started working on a, a golf course. At the time, we were building um, – they were building Grand Dunes in Myrtle Beach. And I worked for the construction team there and started Ori Georgetown and went to Ori Georgetown Tech and worked worked at Grand Dunes until they got it built. And then I went to work for Jay Johnson at Belterre. Hold on. Are they still, in your opinion, the biggest greens in the state of South Carolina? They are gigantic. I, I – I, the first day I went to work there, we were building number nine green, which if you've ever played it, you go under the bridge mm-hmm. and, and you're playing along the waterway. And, I, you know, we're putting the drainage in. I was like, goodness gracious, I can't believe the amount of pipe we're using. And, you know, the gravel and this and that. And it was a gigantic green. Well, when we got finished with that, we went to number eight, which is even bigger. You and know? more humpy. Yeah. I mean, they are gigantic greens. Yeah, it was a... Very cool project to see. I worked with some great guys. Um, yeah, you you 
spent a lot of days in off-road haulers and unloaders hauling pro- hauling sand and stuff gravel that to property i got to imagine there was a ton of internal just dirt moving around absolutely we well we dug out all, they dug out all the ponds and used that to kind of build all the humps and the bumps um but it it was funny back then when we would go to work the bridge wasn't there of course so me and dad were talking about this the other day we would drive out to Waccamaw Pottery. No doubt. In Myrtle Beach. Okay, and drive over the waterway. Waccamaw Pottery used to be on the left. I'm not really sure what it is now. The buildings are still there. But we would take a right right there at River Oaks, I believe it is, and drive down past World Tour, and you'd get to the stop sign, and there was a dirt road to your right, and a, the paved road to your left that went out towards where they were building Carolina Forest at the time. Yep. And uh, – we drive that dirt road all the way back up to almost where the hospital was to go to work, you know, and um, about 10 or 12 miles on that road. Um, but it, it's just amazing to go home and see it now when you go to the show in November and and you've got, you know, Carolina Forest. The only cool. thing in Carolina Forest that was there when I lived there was the Kroger. I remember when they built the Kroger, and I also remember when they built the school right behind the Kroger – and the apartments across the street, and Manowar and Wizard. And, um, but when they built that school, I was like a junior or a senior in high school. And we would help, we helped, me and a buddy of mine helped all the teachers move their classroom stuff into that school, just a way to make money, you know. But, yes, yeah, it's, it's built up, been built up quite There's a like bit since. Three elementary schools <laughs> yeah. or something Absolutely. alone in that it's quote crazy. neighborhood. Absolutely crazy. I mean, do they call it a town now? But or it goes it... from like 17 back to 501 now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like I mean, it's almost from the outlets all the way down to that new cutover a- road they built in. Absolutely. And, and you know... I mean, when we lived there, 22 wasn't there. 31 wasn't there. Grissom Parkway wasn't Grissom, there. Grissom, that's what I was thinking you know, of. Okay. I mean, it, all those roads were built after we moved there. And back when we moved there, you had 501, 17 business, 17 bypass. Or nine. <laughs> yeah, or nine. You could come in on nine, yeah, up there. Texas, Way up top. Yeah. But, you know, driving up to North Myrtle Beach, you couldn't just go out and hit no. 22 and drive up. You uh-huh. had to drive all the way up Highway 17, across the inter- oh, yeah. waterway, and then come back to the high school. So, yeah, it's, uh, that's another uh, – man, it's, it's changed so much. You know, I can remember moving there, and the Sun News and Myrtle Waves were the only things on no. Bypass 17. No. Yeah, I mean, Myrtlewood was there. And I think the neighborhood and the Greek church was there, but all those apartments and condos around Myrtlewood, those houses, none of those were there. Um, Broadway at the beach, um, all the restaurants across from Broadway at the beach. PGA Hall of Fame, race all, car, all that. No, none of that was there, Nothing. you know. And uh, so, yeah, that it's changed a huge amount since we lived there. Um, and it just got a little bit too big for me. You know? All right. So, all right, so then you went to Jay. I keep interrupting, but yep. I'm going to keep you on track. You went got your story Jay. going. Went to Jay. Jay, who is now retired, right? Jay Johnson, I believe, is retired. Yep. yep. Um, and that was at Bell? Bell Tear. Um, and it's, it's no longer I was going to say, I don't think that one. 22 goes right through the middle of it. <laughs> he I said remember, right through the middle I mean, right through the middle of it. I remember we, we, you know, when they built that, 
we had a course, we had an 18-hole golf course there, and then an executive golf course there that was 18 holes, some par threes, par fours. That road come right through. They had the flags, and we went out and got all the irrigation out of the ground and the controllers off the golf course and the, the markers and all that kind of stuff that we could salvage and, and pulled it in. And, yeah, it goes right through the middle of it. That's crazy. And then, so you were at this age a part of a construction and a deconstruction. That's yeah, I was. Wow, I ain't never thought of that, but you're exactly right. Yeah, you don't yeah. get a lot of deconstruction were, stories. That's exactly right, I, and I'm sure you know. I mean, but it was it was pretty fun because I mean, like they would say, you know, Saturday, you'd, Jay would be like, "Okay, just go get all the irrigation heads we can get." So we'd go out on the loader and and dig a couple of little holes, screw the irrigation off put it in there, grab the boxes, cut the wires, put it, you know, anything we could save, we were saving. That's but, great. Um, yeah, it was, it was a deconstruction process. <laughs> I, I haven't really ever thought about that. But, yeah. You will. You can use that, man. No exactly, charge. You're exactly Thanks right. for your time on pulling weeds today. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we did that. And then the next summer, um, Beltaire was um, getting ready to kind of – they were – the road was getting ready to be built, and, and they were kind of trying to decide what was going to happen with it. And I went to work for Andy Apple okay. at Manowar and Wizard my last year of college. And they were already built? or They, they were, were already in? built. Okay. Yeah, they were already built. Um, now, are those the two where one, if I get this right, that used all the dirt they dug out of one to make the mounds on the other? It could very easily. I don't know that that's the case, but it definitely look that way yeah one one golf course has just got water all yes. over it you know every every hole has a pond or a lake on it or something like that and uh the other golf course is kind of i guess scottish or they tried to yes. make it link style with all the big mounding and stuff um that's the wizard yes and okay yeah so i worked there for andy and uh i love those places yeah i, I they're mean they're fun it, yeah I, I always had a good time you yeah. know uh, it, you know, as well as I do, it, it, when you're an assistant and you're broke and, and you're... You get to play. You get to play, you know. You don't have to stay at work till 5 or 6 o'clock to finish something or, you know, do a chemical app or something. I mean, you if you get your stuff done from the time you... Then you and all your buddies went and played golf. Isn't that and that's, amazing? That's what we did. You know, we had a great time. Great where'd, time. Where'd that go, man? I, I, I think... Adulthood kind of takes care of that. But, know? I mean, for these guys now, you don't hear many of them doing it. Really? I mean, not that I'm aware of. Maybe it's just because there's not many of them left, Tim, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, you know, that job, I was talking about this yesterday with Eddie Faust. Eddie Faust came by the shop yesterday, and, and I was talking to him about it. And, you know, I think the grind of that job has yeah. kind of eliminated the job. And yeah. if, if we can dress it up and, and, and have a director of agronomy and a superintendent that does assistant things and – you know, that will make it more appealing to guys. And, and honestly, if, if I was in a situation where I needed an assistant, I can't say that, that I wouldn't try to dress it up as much as I can because that job is a grind. Well, like how that. do you do it here then? We'll get into that. Hold on. We'll get into yeah, here yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go back. All right. So Beltair. Beltair. And then what, then Wizard what Man of War. Wizard Man of War yep. senior year at yep, HGTC yep. Mole Cricket. Can't believe Andy didn't fire me because, <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd either sleep at the gate or I'd be late. To work, you know. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a fun time, wild time, um, and focus, focus, come back, there. come back. <laughs> <laughs> I left there and I came here. 
as a matter of fact. As that was it. As an assistant superintendent. And I was here for a year. So you came in 06. Uh, it was probably. Or you came in 07 and then took no, over in 08. No, no, no. This is the first time I was here now. I oh, was an assistant oh, here before okay. I was the superintendent. Okay. I came here straight out of college. Um, stayed for about a When'd year. When did you get done? Can I ask that? Can we put that uh, out 2000? there? 2000. Okay. Yeah. Um, this probably, I, I probably finished in May of 2000. And came here then as an assistant. Came here, probably stayed till about the same time in 2001. Okay. And then I uh, went to Palmetto Bluff and worked with uh, Scott Martin. Really? Yeah, building May River. Golf no doubt. It's a Nicholas course. So now we're back on the construction. Back on the construction. Okay, we're yeah, back on back building on things. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, and what an experience. Oh, I can't imagine. Man, I, that was about as much fun as you could ever have at work. You How know? many snakes? Oh, there was some big ones, man. I mean, some big ones. I, you know, I, that I have, place just scares me. I've had that, and it was untouched. Too. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, that place like you would. I, I'll never forget. I'll never forget interviewing for that job. Scott called me and was like, you know, I'd like to interview you. I was like, great, man. He said, I want to meet you at Oldfield, and Oldfield is a golf course in Okatee that's close to Bluffton and close to May River. But it was Crescent Development's golf course down there. They were they had it's built the white picket fence at the intersection of 178. That's correct. Yes, yeah. coming into Bluffton for those so who pretty have come horse, that way. you know horses out front, the white split rail fence. The Palmer Norman, uh, Palmer? Norman Norman, I think yeah Norman yeah, yeah. stack sod bunkers yeah 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 I um, love that place yeah it's a great golf course. Well, anyway, I went there to interview, and I got through the interview, and 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 Scott said, well. You know, he's really calculated the way he talks. He's real slow. He's, well, I'm going to hire you. I want to hire you, but I don't really want to hire you for here. And I was like, oh, you know, this place is awesome. <laughs> you know, this, this maintenance shop is like four buildings, you know. Yeah. We've oh, got yeah. break rooms and, and fertilizer storage. And, I mean, it was just unbelievable, beautiful place, you know. And he said, but I, I want to take you and show you where I, I, I want you to work. And I was like, okay. We get in the truck. We go down to Palmetto Bluff. And I told my wife this, when you pull onto that property, I mean, it's just magical. You know, I mean, it's a, it is a. I can't imagine pulling on it when you did, because it's like going to a, a Jurassic Park. It's untouched. Yeah, it and man, honestly, you gotta be like Lewis and Clark rolling in there. When it, it really was, it was like five miles from the gate back to where we were. When we got to, when I got to work there, there was a lean to with four wheelers and stuff for the hunt club. The hunt club's uh, um, hunting shack or their game shack was right across from it. And there were a couple cottages down there, houses where people on yep. hunt trips would stay, and the lodge was there. And besides that, there wasn't anything. That's what I I'm mean, saying. Absolutely nothing. And uh, but man, you could just see the potential immediately. You know, you, you, you it it was funny. Me and the guys used to talk about it when we were building that place. We knew we were building something special. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, it was like. You know, we, we had the um, environmental protection people uh, that worked for the guy. They, they staked off all the big oak trees, tagged them all. 
You know, you couldn't get any equipment underneath the drip zones. It was just um, – they there was just so many things about it that were that were things that you hadn't ever seen before, you know, and it, it was so – it was so cool to see it come together. I, I'd never seen past Palom on a golf course before I saw it there. Um, you know, and – but the whole time you're sitting there building that and you're like, man, we're, we're really building something magical here, you know. From a conservation perspective. Really cool, yeah. To I mean, nature, to the – lady, The ladies – and, I, like, Jay Whaley was one of the conservation guys. They had a couple other guys. They would run the hunts. But, I mean, they were so – and then they had, like, the other people, a whole different department that would look after the eagles on property and the, this on property and that. And you had to – you know, you would go to them and make sure that you weren't doing anything to hurt, you know, their environment, and you know, because you're putting a golf course on areas that, honestly, you know, the, there was just no one out there, you know. I mean, nothing out there. Yeah. But um, – now, who's the designer on that architect? That was uh, Jack Nichols. Yep. Yep. And um, I can't remember Greg's last name uh, or Kirk's last name. Kirk was uh, on our property as the on-site guy. Okay. And Nicholas came out a couple times, <coughs> you know, took us around and 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 talked about things that he did like and talked about things he didn't like. Um, and we 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 had started. Grass in that golf course on number 13 for some reason. And it was out on the river. You know, 14 is a little par three that's right on the river, and 13 kind of plays it. But we'd, we'd started there grassing, and we had that whole thing sprigged, and it was coming in good, and Nicholas came to visit. and You know, we were all on 13T, and he, you could see him thinking, you know, and, and kind of looking and, Oh, what's he, what's he looking at, you know? And then he comes up, and goes to the green, he looks back towards the fairway, and you know, you're like, oh, he's got something on his mind, you know? And he walked out right out in the middle of the fairway, and he said, I want a bunker right here. And the whole thing was done, and you're like, okay, great. So I guess we're going we're gonna to put a bunker. bunker. We put a dang bunker right there, you know. So, I mean, it was uh, – That's better than I want extra mounding here and there. <laughs> yeah, I got to regrass. I guess, yeah. Let's just take yeah, out I just, more uh, deconstruction. <laughs> yeah. Say, I can do that. <laughs> I've done that. I'm good at tearing stuff <laughs> yeah. up. You know? Yeah, I'm good at that. So, yeah, it was uh, – so we built his bunker, and we built the rest of his golf course, and I think – I think it's one of the great, the best golf courses around. I really do. I, I just, it's because I spent so much time there and I loved it so much. And, you know, we'd get off work and, and jump on the four wheelers and drive down to the south side of the property, which was like miles and miles and miles away. And we'd have our fishing rods and we'd go catch redfish and, 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 you know, Stay out there drinking beer and having fun until time to go home. Then we go home and go to sleep and come back the next do day and do over. it all over again. Nah, it was you can't so beat that. awesome, man. It was so much fun. All right, but so how long were you there? I was there about a year. Okay. I left there and went to Seminole Golf Club in South Florida. For how? Yeah, for how. Yep, I worked for how for about Hal a year. Hicks, Hal Hicks, for everybody who's listening. Yeah. Okay. And uh, great place, awesome property. Um. Yeah. It, it was. It was. A, it was. Yeah. That place doesn't suck. No. No. It doesn't. You know. I rode up on. I. I, can, I remember 
him offering me the job there. And I rode up over the, the shop sits on the western side of the property, mm-hmm. and you drive up beside Six Green coming out of the shop, and bam, the, there's That's the it. ocean. And, the, you know, all The whole that. course. It's just like the whole thing. Because, you know, if you stand on four green at that golf course, you can count every flag. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, but you can. Um, but it, it was just like, holy crap. I, I, you know, I'm going to be working here. This is really, really awesome. Um, but I was young and, you know, you, 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 and you manage things totally different down there than anything you've seen. Yeah. Timing wise, I bet time. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, uh, it was totally different. Um, and it was, it was a pressure cooker. I mean, it was from Halloween to mother's day. It better be damn right. You know, but it better be right. You know, um, it was uh, no. That's polite compared to what your boss down there would have said. Yeah, I mean, it, he was <laughs> on this podcast. Even me and you know, me and how we didn't see eye to eye on sure. a lot of things. Um, you know, we were kind of like old. Who did with how? Well, I mean, a lot of people see eye to eye with him as long as they don't have to work with him. Correct. Um, but we love him. But I, yeah, and you learn from him. Absolutely, he's one of those I that man so much helps you so much. But yeah. yes, yeah, I, I I learned a lot from him, um, and it was it was a it was a really good experience because you know you 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 need adversity and you need tough times and sure and and, and the golf business to that point had been pretty great for me and and a lot of fun and so you know you kind of. You kind of um, experience things and, and see maybe necessarily, well, I, you know, he does it one way, I do it the other. But, of course, you take things from that you learn from there, and, and, and I still use some of them today. It's, it's funny. Um, I have a lot of great stories about um, working for Hal. Um, but it was, it, was, it was tough, you know. I mean, it was it – was it was – we were there for the members of Seminole. And, Correct. You know, I mean, that, that's just the way it was, you know, and, and it was a lot of long hours, but it was a lot of fun. Well, and I think you, as we get older, right, yeah. we learn, and I think at the moment it's hard to see, and looking back on, I've had similar experiences, you learn a lot, and then you can become a better manager in your own mind and in your own terms. Absolutely. Because you know, man, that wasn't cool. No, simply yeah. put, I don't want to do that to somebody. Right. And it's, it doesn't matter what it is. But and it wasn't it necessarily happened. that it wasn't cool or that it was more like, well, I, maybe I want to handle that a little bit differently. Sure, exactly. You know? I yeah. mean, it's – it's uh, Parenting helps with that too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. But, um, yeah, so, it was a great experience. Got to see a lot of cool things down there. Um Dealt with a bunch of storms and and you know um, it was it was very stressful. You've got all that history in that clubhouse, and I mean it sits from here to you know to the fifty front yards door from, the, from beach. the ocean. You yeah. know, and and I, mean, I remember I'd I'd never been inside that clubhouse. We were closed. It was Hurricane Francis, I think, was the first one that came through that year, and. Um, how was in Las Vegas um, on vacation, and the storms, you know, getting closer, and you're looking at the National Hurricanes 
website every three hours. You're like, oh, I hope it changes, you know. About three, four days before, it's pretty much inevitable. We got to get moving, you know. So um, he's like, go down, go down to the clubhouse. And there's a bunch of corrugated metal underneath that clubhouse, and y'all are going to use that to board up the clubhouse. And I was like, okay. So we go down in there. And when I tell you there was corrugated metal in there, there was corrugated metal anywhere from eight feet by one foot to four foot by three feet, and we got to put this puzzle together, you know. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. We got to, the guys were working on pulling all that metal out, and it took them probably a half a day to get it all out. We had it all on the back lawn of the clubhouse, and we were putting it up and, and trying to take care of all the Doing, like, one puzzle piece at a time. That I, one fits. Screw it in. Man. Let's go. Yeah, like, put put it in, and then let's mark it to where if we got to yeah, put it back no up, doubt. we know how to put like, it back up. Who didn't up. do this before? Yeah, yeah like, please. Like front, <laughs> left. Yeah, yeah, or exactly something. right. Seriously, I mean, it was it was a puzzle. Um, and, I, you know, at some point during that whole process, I walk inside, and you go into men's locker room, and there's oh. these wooden oh. oak lockers. Mm. And, I mean, there's just, like, uh. you could just feel the history, you know, and I'm like, yeah. Oh my God! I'm like, who sat in these chairs? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, like, and it, I'm responsible for this, you know. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, like, he's gone. Think... He's in Vegas. I'm, you know. You got to get out of deconstruction mode. Deconstruction, <laughs> you got to yeah, get we, into protection we want mode. No deconstruction <laughs> yes. at all, you know. Um, so we put all the stuff on together, and it turned out to be fine. But it was, uh, you know, that was a tough summer. We had Francis and Gene, and I think that was the fall of '04. That was the year Katrina. I believe Katrina came through either that year or the year after. But um, then the next year was Wilma. It was oh, really bad. You she know? was bad for y'all, yeah. Really bad. And, um, you know, it was, it was, I grew up at the coast and was in a lot of hurricanes, Hugo and stuff like that. And I was never in the eye of any storms. But in those two years, I was in the eye of two storms. And, and, and um, it was just uh, surreal. No, no water for four days, no power for eight days. You you learn out you learn real quick you know kind of where you are on the whole, the whole in the whole grand scheme of things sure. you know it's yeah. very humbling experience, but um, we get the thing boarded up for Francis that comes through. We have terrible golf courses all over the front oh. page of the paper, totally flooded. It's in a bathtub. So when when there was a storm coming, we would cut on all our transfer pumps, pump all of our lakes out. And then, and then we would have some place for the water to go. Sure. We got so much rain, filled up all the lakes, filled up the golf course. And, and uh, I'm, I don't know if you know, but he, has, he used to have these pumps that we put out, and we would siphon the water out of the ground and, and hook them up, and they would suck the water out and pump them out. And then we would use a transfer pump to pump the water out of the lakes into the waterway. And, uh, but he got back, and... The clubhouse was fine, thank goodness, and his house was fine, thank <coughs> goodness. And he's like, well, let's go look at the golf course, you know. So we jump on a cart, and we ride up over the hill, and we're riding around, and he's just silent, you know. We've got to open in like six weeks, you know, eight weeks, something like that. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, he's just silent. And, um, we, we looked probably 10, 15 minutes, and he didn't say a word. He just looked over at me finally, and he said, Lance, I've been on a lot of vacations in my life, but I don't think I've ever come back 
in the golf course be so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I bet not, because it's destroyed, you know. But you go, was, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? I, I, you want to start just immediately giving excuses, but you're just like, no, oh, not with that situation. You got to be quiet. Yeah, it's just, just, That's it hilarious. Is what it is, but, um, so he, he took us out. I've been able to play with him a couple times. He yeah. had us down, and my favorite story, I think I've got one or two, but we're six green, kind of long and skinny. Mm-hmm. And it's right by his house, as you referred yep. to it, which is by the maintenance shop. Yes. Which is where the Harmon boys grew up. Okay. The four instructors, Claude's sons. Okay. Brian or whatever, whatever. I can't even think of all of them right now. But you know who I'm talking about, the golf instructors. Mm-hmm. So apparently they lived in that house before Hal. Oh, wow. And that's where that. all them kids played in that little yard. Oh, wow. So he's giving us this tour, and he shows us six, and all. we're playing, we come up six. and I hit seven iron, and, man, it hits left side of the green and goes into the bunker, of course. So I hit a great bunker shot out, and it rolls across the green into the bunker. Yeah. And then I hit another one, and it goes back into that bunker. Yeah. And finally I just play, and I go back to the fairway and then up, and I'm standing on the green. He puts his arm around me. He's like, I'm going to share something with you, Tim. And he, we look back towards the tee, and he's like, Mr. Hogan intended the hole to be played this way. He said it was much easier if you played it this way versus that way, and he pointed sideways back and forth. It makes the bunk- sense. And I'm like, oh, dang it, man. Man, I we did. would – those bunker faces were tiff dwarf. Okay. Okay. So we would go out – we'd send the guys out. Walk mowing them? No. Oh. We would send the guys out with weed eaters, and we would skin them things to the dirt. Yeah. And putting from a green – putting from a green – off of a green into a bunker was common. Oh, you, know, you think? Don't feel, don't make it feel, don't feel bad because it happened to plenty of times. But it was just wild to me because you know you'd have these members and they they put it and it it go from being twenty feet to thirty yards down in a bunker <laughs> and you'd ride by and they'd be like, "This is great," and you'd be like, "Is it? You know, is it, is is it, it? great?" Because <laughs> like when I see you do that, like it. Literally makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to watch it, you know. Like my stomach starts churning because I'm, I'm wondering, or like, you know, are they gonna chew me out for that? But no, they, <laughs> they would put it into a bunker. And, Man, this is awesome, you know. And you're like, oh, okay, great. I'm glad you're happy with it, you know. But uh, yeah, it was a super cool place. And it. That Coleman Cup with all the guys from the oh, pro tour man, come I can't over, imagine. or not not the Coleman Cup. There's a uh, there's a uh, pro am the day after the the. Um, I guess it's the Honda or it's whatever is at the bear, you know, the um, PGA National or in Palm Beach Gardens. They do that pro am on Monday. Monday, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking great. And um, you I mean, know, it's we, had better fields than the event some years. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all those guys live down there. You know, I mean, it, you know, it, at this at that time, Tiger was just the biggest thing in the game, and and and. His boat, his his ship was right behind my condo, and and this was before he had his house on Jupiter Island, and he kept it in North Palm Beach Marina, right behind, right beside North Palm Beach Country Club, which is a municipal golf course, but um, it was just super cool, you know, it, I can't the that year, you know, it was L's and um, Davis Love the third. Of course, Arnie played in it every year with Mr. Near, who was our president. Um, you know, um, and it, it 
back then, not many of the guys lived out. Now they all live down sure. there. Sure. You know, sure. I mean, it's yeah. just a hop, skip, and a jump from Medalist or Jupiter Island or wherever they live. Bears Club. Bears Club, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was an awesome – then you had the Coleman Cup, which was this awesome – you know, the best amateurs in the world, the Keenies, the G- Mr. Giles, you know, there's uh, uh, just – Great amateur golfers. They play it, I believe, to this day there. Um, it never moves. Um, and it's, it, it was a lot of fun to get to see that. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a cool job. It was a pressure cooker, though. It was. It For was, sure. Yeah. It was, well, what did you follow that with? Um, after that, I went to work for Turner Rebels. But John Deere just kind of wanted to step back a little what? bit. Yeah, I went. I so where'd you, when, where'd you move to then? Did you live in Fuquay? I did not. I moved back to the beach. Okay, back, back to, to Myrtle Beach. Um, yeah, I lived in in um, the condo that I bought there years before, um, and was that was when John Deere was getting into the soft side. So wait, you been you were renting it out while you were gone? Yeah. Well, my brother lived there too. Okay. But yeah, we rented it out, and my brother lived there, and um, it was just a little. I just didn't know if we need to go into the side hustle conversation yeah, real quick yeah, for those yeah. listening. You know yeah, what I mean? The importance man, can, of owning at, real estate. Yeah, yeah. In the Allen family, my, you can look at my checking account and tell me <laughs> tell that I didn't get the money. Okay. the money side of because I thought you had an uncle who did well <laughs> in that at one really point. Well, well. At it. he does. Really, he's at, taught me absolutely nothing about it. Oh god, <laughs> we, we won't go into those conversations. Okay, so you had a condo, you went back to the yeah, beach. Sorry, went back to the beach, and um, that was when John Deere was uh, doing one source. They were selling fertilizer, selling fertigation, selling. They had a all. truck that they drove around as well with they some did. of that stuff, they right? They did. Um, that was during the time of the Lesco truck. Okay. So. Gotcha. My but, bad. Um, and then we were. That was before Deer had acquired Lesco. Okay. Um, they acquired them, I believe, the first year I worked for them. Okay. Um, and, you know, it was. It, it was a fun job. Just went around traveling, seeing the cows that I knew, meeting new people, you know, trying to see if I could do anything to help them. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed leaving the problems with them. <laughs> you get in the truck. You're like, hey, man, this will help you, but I got to go. Good luck to you, you know. <laughs> that ain't me and Hal riding around, and that's my problem out there. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a cool job. I I learned so much from Turner and Rankin and Russell Montgomery. And oh wow, Larry Adcock. I mean, they taught me kind of. I'd seen the 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 agronomy side of it my whole life, but yep. I never really dove into the business side of it. And they showed me that it really is two oh, sides yeah. to this whole deal. You sure. know, um, they those big. Big companies are the cogs that keep this wheel rolling, in my opinion. And and yeah, they 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 took me under their wing, um, showed me everything. It was a great great experience. Um, but um, they started selling irrigation toward the end of my time there, and I really didn't want to do that. Okay. So I kind of started pursuing things. And the owners of the club here called me, and huh. I interviewed, and I've been here ever since. Same owners? Yep. Well, we had four owners at the time. Now we have two of them. One of them was a father-son whose his father's passed away, so he took his quarter and 
uh, one of the owners passed, was getting ready to pass away, and he sold his other quarter to the other owner. So now I have two owners, um, and, man, I get along with them great. They're, and they're local? Yeah. Right here? Yeah. You see them all the time? All, well, I mean, they, they, they do a good job of not micromanaging cool. and letting their people run their golf course. Um, I see them every week. Sure. Uh, we, we sit down and talk probably in a meeting style thing with the general manager and the food and beverage manager probably once a month. Um, so are you direct report or you have yeah, GM? Yeah. I, I, man, I, I, I just I for direct, structure purposes, not I, trying to dig yeah, into it. I direct report. It, 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 I've been here probably, well, I've definitely been here the longest to anybody that works here. Okay. Cause um, you're at 15 years now. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they, Almost 16. I like the job because they, you know, you'll have sometimes you'll have owners that are overbearing. And, sure. You know, but um, they realize that they don't ever come to me to tell me to do anything. Okay. They expect me to do my job, and they're happy with the product that we put forth. Um, but they ask. Like, they realize that the superintendent is the expert in the grant, so I mean, they'll ask, "How do we get this done?" or "How do we get this done?" Not you need to do it, and that means I, I, I just communication I've always style. liked yeah. it. You know, I just always dug it. I, 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 I like, I like the fact that they come to me and want to know how I would do it. You yeah, know? and 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 it's it it's been it's been a great working experience. Um, would you say it's because it's it's twenty three years old now twenty four yes, twenty three yes. yeah we opened in November of two thousand I believe so just from a maturity standpoint you got to feel like it's as good as it's ever been absolutely because yeah. it's just continuing to get better yeah, and if absolutely. you need something resource wise they provide it for you you can Never tell them why me. absolutely I mean it, you know we 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 don't have the biggest budget in the world and. You know, we have labor problems just like every other golf course, um, but um, or some of them. But um, yeah, it's they they give they've never not given me the tools to be to do my job, what I feel like to our standard. You know, and 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 I hold a high standard. You know, I, I it to me budgets don't matter. Um, the thing that matters is your people your crew, and, you know, the willingness to go the extra mile, both for you people and you, you know, and, and, and it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's a grind, you know, sure. I mean, you're working on a 23-year-old golf course, things go wrong, and things break, it's getting to that age, but, um, I mean, it's job security, man, like, what else, you know, if you can't go to work, there's not a superintendent out there that can go to work every day and put his feet up on the desk. Sure. You know, so, I mean, it, it, you're going to be either doing this or doing that, so you might as well just do it. You but know? you can wake up happy, knowing you're going to work happy. Absolutely. And it's a place you want to be. Yeah. And it's for people who appreciate you. Absolutely. Sounds like, right? Yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. You know, there's a lot to be said about yeah. quality of life and while you're lot, in that grind. And there's a lot to be said for watching something go from woods to what it sure. is now, you know, where we have over 600 families that live here. And, and it was, you know, it's, uh, 
on the golf course? Um, no, I mean the the around the two developments we talked about, right? I and gotcha. there's and there's well, like there's houses on the course, but like this snakes around about right. So there's a lot of houses over here that aren't on the golf course and they're not on the lake. And then on this side of the road, you have a bunch of houses that aren't on the golf course but are on the lake. So I mean, it's it's a huge. How many are on the property. lake? Holes. How many holes are on the lake? I mean, I'm looking out the pond. I'm seeing, I think, at least say one. Four, okay. Yeah, it would, it would be one, two, three, four holes on. Um, well, it would actually be over here. The dam <laughs> for the lake is right above the 15th green. Okay. So the, it comes down the river, wraps around the property, and those four holes are on that river. That's so, so cool. We're just kind of below the lake. Level here. You lose any machinery in the lake yet? No, 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 <laughs> lay, no machinery in the lake. We can't do that. We can't. We can't. We we can't do that. All right. We, how big's the crew? Um, right now I'm carrying five guys, and that includes you. Five? Nope. Six guys include me. Yeah. Okay. Assistant mechanic. Um, we don't have either. Well, we have a guy that is that watches the crew on the weekends that I don't work. Okay. Um. My assistant left this year, um, which has been kind of tough. But um, we've we've got somebody in his place, and we're kind of training him up to get him more comfortable. He's very comfortable running the weekend crew that I don't work. But um, but you know he he he's not really to the point where he feels comfortable um, spraying a lot and stuff like that. Sure. So we're going to just continue to work with him and get him where he wants to be. But you got a good quality of life. Heck yeah, man! I mean, it's it's it's, it's a great place to work, and um, you know, we 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 have a bunch of mechanically inclined guys, me included. Um, most of my crew can grind reels. Most of my crew can fix small engines. How hard and stuff is like it to learn how to grind reels? It's not hard. Can can you teach somebody in an afternoon? It'd probably take a good eight hour day to do it well, but yeah, it could definitely do it. I mean, it's not it's not. It's not anything earth shattering. I mean, it, 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 but it's the, it's a necessity. Well, yeah, I get I it. Mean, and that's you, where you've got to be good at I it. I still got a rotary at the house, yeah. even though I It takes love a to little have... bit less time to sharpen that than ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it's even less time when I can call somebody and they just send me a new blade. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, I hate to say yeah, it. Some of that's a little tough these days <laughs> with the parts thing. You yeah, know? no uh, doubt. Yeah, parts have been a little bit slow this year. Sure. Um, you know, but um, and it, man, it, it, you know, our distributors—they've since COVID. It Everybody's just, in the same boat. It just boat. seems like it's been, you know, one thing after another. But um, some plastic part somewhere screwed somebody in yeah. everything somehow. Yeah. I get it, but but what a boom for golf, though. Oh, jeez, dude. I mean, it's ridiculous. What a, what a boom. So y'all are over here still printing money. I see the clubhouse has been renovated. Yeah, it has. Well, what New about games. the first tee though? Yep. Oh, greens, still have, first tee. Still have first tee. So still have, but that's since you've been here. That wasn't before you. No, first tee was that's not That's come here. on a long yep. since. Yep. Our, our pro, Drayton, does a – Drayton Melton does a great job. He's got uh, Operation 36. He's got PGA Juniors, and then he's got, I believe, first tee. So he's got all the kids from the neighborhood in here and active and and, and schools come out and use it as well? School does. Um, yeah, the, the public schools do. Um, they'll come out one morning a year, and we'll kind of show them, you know, the different things about working on a golf course and 
Some of them have never even hit a golf ball. So Any school teams use this for practice? Yeah. Um, uh, Bowling Springs High School. Oh, wow. Uh, USC Upstate. Um, every That's now and then, Wofford plays out here, but they don't use here as a practice. You know, they'll, they'll come up. They're going to play a tournament on Bermuda Greens or something like that. The beer shanks would have been from Boiling Springs, right? The beer shanks are from Boiling Springs, yeah. Tom, yeah. Uh, uh, Robbie, I went to Spartanburg Methodist with Robbie. Really? Yeah. So he's got the driving range right over by my house. That's correct, yeah. It's for sale. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, Apparently it's not profitable even when you live there well, in the trailer. Well, I mean, it's a tough business, you know. Oh, As brothers got – I think they, they have two golf courses – they have legacy. They haven't sold yet? I think they mm. – I, I know they've got the Rocket Jocasta, but I don't know. And if then Legacy was up for still, sale potentially yeah. or had sold. I think they're going to build houses or something. Yeah. There, he was selling golf carts for a while after he got off tour. Yeah. He, I mean, it, those guys are great guys. They're, so, Nicky, the little brother, I had taken to the Can-Am matches back when I worked for the Golf Association. Like, and that's how I kind of met the whole family. And sadly, Robbie was the caddy when Nick was trying to – uh, qualify for the state am or no this would have been the us am we were doing qualifying and we're on 10 t at orangeburg he's teeing off on 10 t they thought he was on one t so he's late i had to two stroke the kid he misses it by one and robbie you can imagine how he handled me that oh, day yeah, probably, but anyways probably saw a little bit of his country I, I met a few of the beer shanks after that and i'm like happy you need to back me up on this dude yeah, yeah, like, like this is why you gave me the radio i tried okay. to call y'all to get over here so, but that but that i was like there ain't no butts in golf i don't care who that is Are you know what i mean jump me yeah, exactly is really I, your mistake and this is orangeburg nonetheless i'm yeah. already worried <laughs> so yeah. all right so yeah renovation of not just the clubhouse but i did ask you earlier so the greens yep took out the bent grass and i mean we couldn't have planned it any how long better. did you have been time with i guess from from when it opened in 2000 to 2020 you had been 20 the whole years time. yeah i had bent um when i came here in 07 we grew bent for 13 years we had crenshaw bent and it was a grind and um me and my assistant we were out here all the time oh my god you know and and that's fine i mean it's a job it's part of it like you say it's you knew what you were getting it, into you know? it but we paid we paid our dues and 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 um, the owner started talking about switching the summer of 2018, and the reason we wanted to change was not because we were having trouble with our turf with our surfaces, which in August you have trouble with them, but um, in the ball marks and stuff like that from all the syringe and stuff. But um, the reason we really wanted to renovate these is because we had lost so much area, putting surface area over the years okay. of having the Crenshaw and it struggling in the summer. And then you have 419 right on the outside of it and it's growing like gangbusters through the summer. And every year they're just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. That Bermuda covers up them bent edges real good, it, doesn't it? It, 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 just, <laughs> it takes no time. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that it out loud? It takes no time. Yeah. You know? Oh, that healed up great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could you could just kind of. It's mid September it. and that grew in great. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I've done Sorry. that quite a few times. <laughs> okay, yeah. don't give away my secret. It's not but yours, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I said it, not you. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, it was it was a it was that's the truth right there. <laughs> Nothing can can take care of that problem quicker than that, you know. But um, it's green. Yeah, it rolled right off the collar heck, for me. Yeah, man, it was it was awesome. It would it 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 does a great job of that. 
So we're going to go back to our original sizes. Yeah, they were down from like three acres to like two acres. I mean, sure. They were third. Top dressing, everything has impacts yeah, on absolutely. that. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So we, we, we sprayed them out, fumigated them, um, planted Sunday Bermuda. So was this before methyl bromide went out, or you couldn't use that? You we had to do something did, else. I used, um, I used, uh, God, what's basimid? Okay. Yep. And I put that down myself, and um, did all the tests, and and you know went through all the stuff. Put, and it was tough with that stuff out here with all these houses. So you're trying to 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 um, communicate to all the membership and all the people that. You know, you're, we were going to put this fumigant down, and when we were going to put it down, and and everything went great, and it did a good job of killing both the 419 and the, the bent grass. And nice. we had a nice, clean surface to play to start with, and we planted all 20 greens in a day. Wow. And um, So you didn't have to go, like, and change surface, uh, whatever, undulations or re-any of that? Like, there were, you didn't do a whole was, lot of that? There were some areas that we softened okay um and some um undulation that that we would you know reshape if, That's if what it, I'm yeah to say. if it if it was if it was a you know you had a top shelf and that that hill was really long coming down into your bottom shelf we had a couple of those and the greens were small size, hold the ball. square feet wise so we just made them made that hill in the middle a little bit more abrupt yeah. and steeper and to where, you know, we had more playable putting surfaces. Yeah. And we did that on a couple greens. Um, and then um, we had to – we were having to remove some trees that weren't on our property that were on the river. And we went through the whole um, uh, getting permits and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, have and to. Getting all that – getting a design done professionally and, and explaining to them. But um, – you know that's 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 a lot of the appeal of the job, man. Like you know they 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 pretty much rely on me to to make it look the way it's supposed to look. And and you know we don't call an architect in and all that stuff. You know I I pick Bill's my brain when we were redoing the greens and talked to him a couple different times. But you know we just probed with our soil probe. Until we hit red clay, and we knew that, the, you know, we'd hit sand and go three inches, hit sand, and when we hit red clay, we knew the line was right there. We painted the line, sprayed it with Roundup, and that's cool. mixture and planted them. It, was, it, was, it, it turned out awesome. It really, and this is our fourth summer with them, and it has. And you went with Sunday. I did. I did. Um, and you sprigged on a Monday? I did. <laughs> Sorry. I, I sprigged on a Monday. I did. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, the guys at Modern Turf, we had talked to them. Dad works at Modern. Um, at that time, they had Mini Verde and Sunday. Um, Mach 1 was just coming into the kind of okay. everybody starting to talk about it. I think it might have been on one golf course in Charlotte or maybe one golf course in Florida. That Stream, stream, stream song yeah, had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it wasn't a lot known about it. And, yeah, my, my Pops works for – for modern and and I, you know I but I wanted I wanted to make sure where we are that we gotta give ourselves the best chance to make it through the winter. Okay. And Sunday had a little bit more of a root system to it than some of the ultra dwarfs, and I like it because it kind of grows similar to dwarf, where it's more of an upright grower okay. instead of kind of growing sideways. We still verticut it. 
you know, once every 10 days, but I, I haven't really seen the necessity of doing it every 10 days. Um, but you don't want to, for one year, pop up and then you've got swirly greens everywhere. So we just go ahead and do it. But it, because of the way it grows, it's just a little bit, it's a lot more upright. So you're, you're mowing and you're, you're grooming and stuff like that does a good job of keeping that ball up on the tips of those yeah. blades, you know. Um, but the root system was a huge. So do you have to have covers then? I do have covers, Okay, yeah. I've got covers. Um, we you didn't have them. to use them last year, did you? Yeah, we sure. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, we sure. did have that that one time. Yeah. Just that one, one, one snap. Sa- yes. It was really cold. Yeah. I mean, oh, from, dude. From what I understand. That you know, Friday, we got into like a single digit, yeah, right? It was, it, was, it was really cold. And windy. Yeah. And so we put them on that week. Yep. I think we left them on for four, five, six days. Took them off. Um, and we're back playing golf and no no negative effects. You know? <laughs> Hell, everything started growing at the end of January, beginning of February. Yeah, anyways. and it gets shut down. Yeah. And then <laughs> June is like March. And, you know, I mean, it's just been a, it's been a roller coaster year. But August has been August. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it landed. Yeah, it's, it's hot. It's, it's, it's supposed here. to be a hundred today. Yeah, it's it's got. I'm glad we're inside for now. It's smoking. It's gonna be smoking. Well, that's what makes me laugh. So you asked me before we get going. You're like, oh, so you're a sound engineer or whatever yeah. now? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's just an acquired trade. It's like you and the permitting and all that. Like, like, did anybody give you that memo in school? Says, oh, by the way, you're yeah. gonna have to work with the city or the county yeah. or the conservation society of yeah. Spartanburg County you know, on this tree or whatever. And the regulations, I mean, in South Carolina, it's not as stringent as other states. Correct. You, know? you don't have but, to advertise that. But, yeah, it's a <laughs> but you wonderful still got to work You guys are for... doing a great job <laughs> on our behalf at the yeah. state house. It, it helps to have relationships with DHEC. Absolutely. It um, really does. But we, st- we, we, we report our water uses to DHEC every year. Um, and a lot of guys, you know, here where I'm at, I'm bordered by – Lake Bowen, which is all of Spartanburg County's water. Correct. So owned by Duke Energy. No, it's I, I don't know who on, the the everybody says a Spartanburg water. Okay, so, yeah, I um, think so. You know, I, I I don't think that I don't think that there's any entity outside of them that has ownership. Over there's not it. a big power plant at the no, top of the lake no, or anything. There is no, it does. It's not used for any kind of uh, power. Any of that is just strictly the drinking water for Spartanburg County. Yeah. But with that, and greens being right up against that Ooh. water where they pull out, you can you you just have to be very honest up front. I take them voluntarily. I take them uh, all my chemical application sheets every year to where they can look at them, see what we've used, and then they can test the water to yeah. see if any of it's present in the water or if um, you know it and and. I want to help those guys out as much as I can. But in 15 years, let's make a statement real yeah. quick. That, that lake that we just determined has four holes that are on it, much less we're sitting on a hill that has so many that feed into it, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so, like, you could argue from a runoff standpoint, roads some environmentalists could say. All the roads are piped in. Everything. Yeah, so yeah. every application you could say goes in there. In the 15 years that you've been doing this, working with the water regulatory department here, you ain't had a single issue. Not one. 
But yet, we've been open, honest, and upfront about every application that we've put out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And haven't had a single issue. Not one issue. So I just think that's that needs to be heard from others. I will say this, too. Um, and, and it does... It does have some give on our side too, you know. We, yeah. Um, so when There's we probably fumig- certain things when that we you can't do, yeah, we didn't do those greens that drained into those water bodies. Okay. Yeah. So we had to do different applications there. One more. Uh, there was three mix, three chemicals sure. mixed that we used, but we didn't use the fumigant um, because we were didn't want to affect any of the. Correct. fish and stuff like that. So much less the people. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it because if you make a mistake on this golf course, Spartanburg County, you talk about the crime rates. Jokingly enough, yeah, but it's going to be front page. You know, and the money that's in this city. Yeah, it's going to be front page. Ooh. Yeah. but I think there's more Augusta members from this area than any other in South Carolina. I could be wrong. I mean, it, it's very possible. We definitely have our share. You know, there's a lot of old money. The old textile money here. Absolutely. All right, so you mentioned Pops a couple times. Yeah. For those people in Australia who don't know the Allen family, yeah, right, because they haven't all been on or they haven't been in our office and seen the wall and the uncle that I've referred to and everybody else just for sake of tying it all together because today's been about Lance, y'all. Yeah, thanks. Um, (laughs) Because he's always been so-and-so's son or nephew or whatever, but today's been about Lance, and I wanted you to make sure that you – because we are running out of an hour, so we got to wrap yeah. it up here pretty soon. But um, your dad is? Randy Allen. Okay. And your uncle is? Danny Allen. Correct. And they are affectionately known as dad in the office when they call as well, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, by the ladies. I'm sure they are. Yes. Um, they've known those ladies in the office for a long time. Yes. And asked a lot of favors from those ladies. Oh, so, my gosh. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm sure that um, that – they, those ladies in y'all's office are unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're, they're, y'all, y'all, we're so lucky to have them. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, they're going to transition do. out too, buddy. I know. You think about a challenge somebody else is going to have. Oh, man, and it's going to be a challenge. In the next couple of years, nonetheless. That's a fact. I mean, yeah. you know, we all, we all have people that we have to replace. But yeah. when you have to replace people who have meant so much to so many people. Without a doubt. You know, it's. It brings a whole nother level to it. You That's know? why I want to have – I'd love to be able to bring somebody in for a couple of years to work side by side, you know, and feel what the membership brings to the ladies. There's no way to explain it. You Tim, can't put honestly, that in. Honestly, I don't think that's a bad idea because people – you know, someone that's starting their first day and Kim or Melissa or whoever is not in the office anymore – they're just not going to understand, yeah. you know, unless they see it for themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, those got to come to the beach with them. You got to yeah. have that experience. Absolutely, I think that'd be yeah. a good idea on your on yeah. your on you know of yours to have because it, it, um, it, it, those ladies are special. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's they've done a lot for a lot of people. Well, and so has the Allen family, yeah. and me in particular. I'll I'll jump in real quick. I don't know if I've ever told it publicly. I think I have, but um, so uncle. Okay, I didn't meet your dad until I got hired here. Okay, I only knew Danny, but Danny was one of the first two people who ever remembered my name when I went to work for the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation, oh, cool. which was really cool because now you get into it and it's almost been twenty five years later. Um, and he was, you know, uh, had just become past president. Was coming off the board when I got hired here, you know, and so it was it was a real great transition. Um, 
But then anyway, so I, I go to meet your dad for the first time ever, and he was still down at Grand Dunes at that time. And if I'm not mistaken, the office was like in one of those trailers kind of off the little side road before you go over the bridge mm-hmm. on the right there. Okay. And we're sitting there talking or whatever, and he's like, man, he's kind of, you know, he's drilling me, you know, a little bit, the new guy. And he looks up, and he's like, but little brother says you're going to be all right, so we're going to give you a chance. So it's like, cool. So the Allen brothers, you know, who you come to find out have impacted so many people. Um, but I've had the pleasure of, in my first couple of years, got to spend time with um, their spouses as well. Mm. You know, and like for the fall meeting, like I got to be the tag along guy that got to ride along with Frida and Randy and Danny and, you know, um, Trish was there every now and then. And so anyhow, it just, I didn't hardly get to know you until after the fact. Yeah. You had been here, had heard about it about the same time I got hired, like same exact time. Right. Um, and so anyhow, it's just kind of cool to tell your story for a change. Yeah. It's, it's, man, you know, uh, they're always that's that's Randy's son or that's Danny's yeah, Danny's yeah. nephew and it, it it's a it's kind of a source of pride for me you know uh, those guys those that when they claim me they 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 they're a heck of a group to have on your side yeah. you know and, and to have them proud of you yeah absolutely you know dad dad lives in Tryon which is real close to here and and we get to see him quite regularly he has a has a huge part in my daughter's life, and he's there at her great? volleyball matches and at her, you know, taking her, picks her up from school one day a week. My mom or my dad does and gets to spend some time with her. So She's 9, 11? 12. 12! She'll be 13 in November. It flies, dude. Wow. It flies. It's crazy. Yeah, when I came here to work, yeah. I didn't have a wife. Correct. And I didn't have a kid. Correct. And uh, a lot has changed since <laughs> I was pregnant. Well, my wife was. I'm sorry, not me. With our second one, when I came up and moved up here, and now I'm 14 and 17. Yeah, uh, it, it was funny the other day. I was on. I was looking at Twitter, and I saw you were at a at a high school basketball game or a or a AAU game. Probably or something, AAU this something. summer. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dang. He has somebody old enough in his house to play AAU ball. He's know? done. That was probably his yeah. last weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Six, five, six, seven on court. Wow. Yeah. Is he going to, I mean, a couple plans? offers. Cool. Yeah. A couple local ones. So D2. Um, right. Yeah. It's tough with this basketball and all these other sports. And I'm sure your daughter will go through it, but you get offers and then you still have a senior year, but the offers are there. And the longer you wait, the more it can diminish potentially, you know. So, do you wait for another one? Do you commit? Yeah. Do you verbally commit? Do you on pay? It's just, it's, hey, but we're blessed. They're good man, kids awesome, to have an opportunity. Dude. You that's know what awesome. I mean? It, 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 it warms your heart that all those things that they wanted to do and all the hard work that they put in. I mean, you watch it now. I mean, they get up early in the morning, you know, before me. They go to the gym, before school. Um <laughs> You know, practice late hours. Just you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, this it it you know it it's always been kind of fun and games with sports up until now, oh, and yeah. now you know this year we got the email of the strength and conditioning program at, mm-hmm. at, at high school or at the middle school in the high school. You know, you need to be here three days a week. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, dang, you know, it just seems like she was. She's seventh grade. Yeah, seventh. Oh, grade. so she can make the school team. 
Uh, yeah, she has made the school team. She oh, yeah, it's legit now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's. She made the ball. She had tryouts. That's awesome. The first week of school and made it. And that was, you know, I mean, that was a huge. We want her to give her every opportunity we can. Um, Bowling Springs is a gigantic school. It is. I went last year, I picked her up. The last week of school, they had volleyball camp. And um, it was after school. I went over there and picked her up. It was like at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, it's all these girls coming out of the gym, coming out of the gym. And I was like, Peyton, you know, how many how many people do you have at camp? And she said, well, there's going to be 86 of us that try out. And I was like, 86, really? I was like, how many how many people does your team carry? And she said, 16. Yeah. And you know, it 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 it's um. You know, I mean, I it, it that's was good a, stuff, man, because they still do cuts. Absolutely. And when your kid's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Because we kind of grew up, like, I don't know about you, but we didn't have that everybody got a medal. Everybody got a trophy. Like, you had to earn it. Mm-hmm. But then as we were growing, we were watching these families where there weren't cuts. Yeah. They I kept mean, everybody, and you didn't know. what sport you were playing, yeah. right? There'd and now here we are. cut for basketball, but baseball, which wasn't very popular. I played baseball, but it wasn't very popular when I was in high school. I don't ever remember them cutting anyone in four years, you know. But – there were the basketball. They would. They yeah. would I mean, you. That's what we had go to go in there the next yeah. day, and half the gym would be gone. Sure. You know. So I mean, it was. It was. It was. Makes you nervous as a parent, doesn't it? It does, man. You just don't want to see them hurt. No. Nah. You know, you just don't want to see them nah. upset and stuff like that. Or, they don't understand that we feel their pain ten times worse than they do. Absolutely. I. I well, I hope. I hope that one day they understand it. I think you know, they will. Um. But it, you know, it was funny. Um, she was, she's, she's just like her mom, you know. I mean, it's like <laughs> looking at two twins, you know. I mean, she, there's one that's shorter and one that's taller, but God, they, they, you got the same hair. They act the same. They talk the same. And my wife was very athletic, you know. She played volleyball and and um, basketball and and in high school and college. So. Um, Where's she from? She is originally from Oakwood, Illinois. So, oh, okay. Um, kind of about an hour, two hours south of Charlotte or, or Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Um, she went to a private school in Wisconsin, a boarding school. Um, actually went to Coastal. Okay. To college. I didn't meet her there. That's hilarious. Um, but um, she was in class the same time I was. Um, some, well, I was a little bit older, you know. She'd gone straight out of high school. I was there on a second chance. So. That's right. But um, yeah, um, but she's a uh, yeah, she's she's a great role model for my daughter. Um, I'm very proud of my daughter. Ain't we lucky? God, man, I, I I thank my lucky stars every day. You know, she's really got a good head on her shoulders. So it's, it's crazy awesome. having to have two careers, but being able to pull it off and. Keep kids happy and sane and out of trouble is is an accomplishment. Absolutely, you know, and I mean, staying together. So yeah, that's, that's it's it's uh, world's not easy. No, and 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 we were talking about that this weekend. You know, I said, babe, you know, all I can tell you is is nothing comes easy. You yeah, know? I mean, you're gonna have to work for pretty much everything you get, and, and um, she's taking that and ran with it. So oh yeah, I'm proud of her. You for know, sure, she's doing awesome. 
Well, let's wrap up on that because we're yeah. running long. How about pride for the kids? But a couple yeah. last-minute questions. Yeah. Um, just because we got yelled at for not including it anymore this year. First car you ever drove? It was a um, – let's see, what year was it? It was a – I got it in – so it was an 86 Chevrolet Cavalier. And <laughs> it was it – was a. Big piece of trash. You yeah, know, it was. Uh, it was. It was not okay. the greatest car. But hey, I mean, it got me to where I was going. That's it. You that's know, it. Dents in the side, and I think I rolled it over a couple times. But I swear, I just see a little yellow one of those things in my mind when I close my eyes yeah, right now. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, they were sporty. They were sporty for the time. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looked like a race car. You know, it was a Z twenty four, but uh, it, it was. It wouldn't stay running all the time. Yeah, you know? I understand that. But yeah. It was, a Chevrolet, um, man, it was a Cavalier. <laughs> All right. I thought about that car forever. First piece of equipment you ever purchased on your own when you became a superintendent? Let's see here. It was probably the year. Uh, I know exactly what. Okay, the year I came here, um, they they told me, you know, you, you don't have a mechanic, so you're going to have to do uh, – some mechanic, you know, or you mechanically inclined. I said, yeah, I can, I can do the work, you know. I walked in the first day, and there's no lift. And I was like, but I'm not going to do it and lay on the ground to do it. So I believe that a golf lift was the first nice. thing that I ever bought. That's and, great. Um, it was probably part of the first package. But, yeah, it was the thing that kind of saved the back and, and saved the knees and stuff like that. So it's the one I remember the most. I love that. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. All right, so then for – um. Little Lance, who's 19 years old, mm-hmm. what's that piece of advice you're going to give him that you now know that you didn't know then? Um, I would say just work hard and be true to yourself. And um, if you can get comfortable with yourself and be yourself in every situation, then, you know, you're going to be in the situation where you can be a leader. And, you know um, – it, 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 or be a good manager, you yeah. know, whatever you're trying to succeed, but, um, succeed at. But yeah, I would say you just work hard and be true to yourself and do the best you can. So, all right. Well, this one's a unique one. We're going to add one more just for you. All right. At what age did you first have to walk Moa Green? Uh, first walk Moa Greens when I was 13. Nice. Yep. Um, it was uh, the Dunes Golfing Beach. No, I was probably fourteen. Yeah, it was my it was my eighth grade summer, um, and I worked for Dad at the Dunes Club um, all the way until I graduated. That's awesome. Uh, we had four senior tour championships. Yep. I came to one of those. Did you really? I want to say it was like ninety six. Would that be yeah, possible? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, first one was in ninety two. And I felt like that when when we I was I was so young then, but you know we, I was raking bunkers and 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 doing that kind of stuff. I'd work there weed eating and fly mowing in the summer, and, and um, they hadn't they didn't trust me with a piece of equipment yet. <laughs> but um, they did trust me with a bunton greens more. It was one with the sulky on the back, had the little seat with the wheels. Okay, and you put the wheels on the little pegs that stick out the side and. Put your seat on, and then you just rode it to the next green. And mowed the green. Took all that stuff off, mowed the green. Okay. And, um, 
moved on. But yeah, it was. Uh, Didn't they have to put up a bunch of nets for the range or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We like had during that huge, championship, like I just remember huge, huge yeah. like a and it was black really, netting. I don't remember the cha- the championship being the reason for the netting. Okay. We may have we may have taken the old one down and putting up a new one. I gotcha. During that, because you know, I mean, those guys could hit it over the net. But yes, there was a net at the end of the range. Yeah. Um, and it, it it was it was, but um, yeah, what a freaking awesome golf course! I mean, oh my that, gosh, that place is incredible, and just an awesome design. You know, such a good golf course. But it was it was a lot of fun to work there. I, all the guys, you know, they all kind of took care of me, and and um. You know, they they kind of took me under their wing and showed me things. And I think Dad's assistant then was Ronald Crow, and um, who's still at the beach. Yeah, yeah, at the reserve. Paulie, he, he should. If 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 being good is all you're judged on, he can be wherever he is till the day he dies. Because he's oh my god, he's a hell of a course manager. Oh, dude. without question. I mean, he's just he's a he's really good at what he does. So. All right, anything else you want to um, tell the listeners before we run? No, I'm good. I'm Thank good. you for your time today. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's been fun. And uh, I, I, I don't know if I'll listen to this episode, but I am a listener. <laughs> nice. So, so uh, Well, yeah. you did great. I, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, man. We'll you. keep you posted on how many people listen. I, I appreciate that, too. <laughs> Maybe, uh, hopefully, I get above my uh, Twitter following. So. All right, there you go. Uh, and what is your Twitter handle for those listening? Uh, L... Allen or LA Super One is my Twitter handle. At LA Super, S U P E R, the number one. Yep, that's right. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Pulling Weeds, a podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Stay tuned as we will have another episode out soon. For further information on the Carolinas GCSA, please visit our website at carolinasgcsa.org or call our office at 864-843-1150.